New York City, the city that never sleeps. This city with her breathtaking skyline and seductive promise of endless opportunities will make you fall in love, then break your heart, make you hate her, you might even leave, but you will always come back for more. And she will be there with open arms, taking you back into the madness. I have always believed that you don't choose New York. New York chooses you. And for me, she chose me the first time I came to visit in 2005. It was a moment I walked up the subway stairs and the skyscrapers just grew like silent giants around me. I knew that this was where I belonged. But it wasn't until several years later, in 2012, when I was 19 years old, that I left my safe little town in Norway with only two suitcases to start my love affair with the Big Apple. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And after almost six years of trying to figure out how to survive, here we are. City Survivor is a podcast about how to survive in New York, from roommates and survival jobs to dating and partying. Should you get a pet? How do you get rid of roaches? Am I the only one who's going insane? How can I not spend all my money but still have a life? We are going to cover it all. And hopefully become sort of an encyclopedia when New York decides to give you hell just when you thought you were getting comfortable. Because she will. Oh, she definitely will. And we will keep making the maddening, intoxicating promise that, despite the exasperation and exhaustion, it's worth it. first guest's apartment because this is where everything really started. This is where the conversation that kind of sparked this idea of Cedar Survival podcast started. We're going to start with some questions that I want to ask every single guest and kind of, you know, explains why you're the expert on kind of Cedar Survival in a yeah. sense. So first of all, mm-hmm. Your name? My name is Stacy Lynn Gould. Mm-hmm. And what do you do in New York? I am a producer, director, stage manager, uh, actor, writer, and stage door attendant at two Broadway houses. That's amazing. Where are you from? I'm from Tacoma, Washington on the West Coast. How long have you been in New York City? Off and on for 12 years. So I've tried to leave this bitch of a city for about three or four times, um, but I keep coming back. Yeah, because you're just sucked in. Because, like, New York chose you. It did, yeah. No, whether I liked it or not. (laughs) And that's the thing. is like you spend enough time here. There's a moment where it just clicks over and you are a New Yorker. And there's no other place for you. And Mm -hmm. also the quality of the work. I keep trying to find other places that will fulfill me as much Mm -hmm. or have the possibilities as much, and it just doesn't. This is a kind of an interesting question. One thing that you absolutely love about New York City. 
I if you can choose only one. right. Well, Ian, that's the thing is there's a lot of things to love, um, but I think it's the possibilities. Like you never, you never know what you're gonna get. Um, but it's true. Like you may have the worst day on the face of the planet, but the next day you might have the most fascinating day, the most unique day, and the the most unique opportunity. I think it's a place of opportunities. And one thing that you absolutely hate about New York City. There's a lot. Yeah. You know, because it's a love-hate relationship. It is a love-hate relationship. I feel like New York is a female with high heels and a bad attitude. Yeah, I feel like New York is a female, it's a female. too. It's a female. It has she, to be. It is a she. It is a she. And she does my head in every other Tuesday. But I do love her. Um, but I'd have to say she's a smelly wench. Yeah, in the summer. <laughs> yeah. You know, whether yeah, you it be said that. You, garbage uh, or a dog pee or <laughs> whatever it is. I can't think of Like when you get into that one subway car, yeah. there's no people in, and you're like, oh, this is too good to be true. Well, it is. It is too good to be because true. Because there is something in there. Yeah. Either there's no air conditioning or there's some oh, yeah, smelly shit in there. Like, if there's no one on a subway car and it's rush hour, don't get on it. Don't get on <laughs> it. <laughs> no. There is don't. a reason. Yeah, don't get on it. Yeah, um, that's true. So, last question to kind of uh, to kind of round this off here. And um, one thing that you've learned that you will never forget or that's really stayed with you in New York City. I don't know. Um, this is a city that will magnify whatever you want and whatever you are insecure mm-hmm. on tenfold. So you have to prepare yourself for that. It can be both a, a blessing and a curse mm-hmm. because if you want big things, expand your mind by ten times. And that's what the possibilities are here. But if you are susceptible to you know, dark things like addictions or anything like that or depression or, and I've had many friends who have suffered here because they've not dealt with themselves Mm -hmm. and it will magnify whatever you are. Yeah. It's so true. I really like how you put that, how this city magnifies you in every way, not just the good ways, but also the bad ways you have to, it's, that's a great thing to kind of take away. That you learn from the city. I like that. So now we're going to, now that we get to know you a little bit better, who you are, and um, we are going to go into the theme of this first episode and is also kind of what we talked about um, that spiked the conversation about starting a podcast. And that is, um, it's an issue that anyone who moves to New York has to go through. Yeah. No matter what, it's it's vital to kind of get your foot in here unless you're, you, you know, you're very well off. But um, love them or hate them, we need to talk about roommates. We do. Yeah. We do. And I know, like, I'm in mid-30s, and I know it's weird if I go home and talk about me having roommates. But it is a normal thing, especially yeah. if you're in the entertainment business because you leave town so often. I, however, have had, I think, 28 roommates in the past oh, 12 years. 28 roommates. 28. You know what? I haven't counted how many roommates I've had, yeah. but, <laughs> you know, I we are, we were definitely up in, like, above 10, and I've been here for almost six years. Yeah, yeah. You you go through them quickly. You do. And why, yeah. like, why is that? Why is it that roommates well, kind of... And here's the thing. I went through a, a, a time in my life where I'm like, is it me? <laughs> like... <laughs> 
Everyone keeps leaving. It must be me. I'm, I am the singular aspect, so it must be that I'm an awful person. But if you're in the entertainment business, we are transient beings. We are nomads. So people either give up, move on, have jobs, and then they can afford to live on their own kind of thing. It's not only reserved for people or artists or whatever. It's, no, it's, it's not. reserved to anyone who's kind of starting out in this city. That's exactly it. Because people have to try out New York City before they realize it's for them or not. And so, you know, you said you had 28 rooms? Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> I love that you know that number. But, you know, and we've talked about this before you and I, that now you kind of have a routine when you're getting new roommates. But when you first started out, uh, this is kind of what I want to start talking about first. Do you move in with friends or not? Friends, there's a blessing and a curse with that because you know them. You know, living with strangers is stressful because you don't know how they live. You don't know if they're going to steal your shit. Like, there's a lot of anxiety that can be with it. And you know your friends and you're like, I love my friends. But it does not mean that you'll be good roommates. Good roommates don't make good friends all the time and vice versa. So it really depends. And a lot of times, unfortunately, you'll never know until you're actually moving in with them. But tell me about, you know, your first apartment. What was it like? My first apartment was Washington Heights. I mean, we paid dirt cheap for New York standards. We paid like five twenty-five dollars a room, which was fantastic for a five-bedroom, one-bathroom. Um, but we, we moved in as friends, we graduated together and we were happy and it was very bizarre because it really was a golden time where we really did support ourselves. And I remember putting the group together and thinking, I'm not quite sure this is going to work out because that's a lot of personalities. How many people were you? It was five people. Total. Yes. Four girls and one, one deliciously gay man. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot of people, but it was the most ginormous apartment, too. I didn't know how lucky we were. Like, my room was so big, and we were on the sixth floor. We had an elevator. We just (laughs) want to put it out there that this is not... This is not normal. No, we don't... That's not how apartments in New York really are. I mean, I've also, since then, lived in an actual closet. Like, I've lived in someone's walk-in closet as my bedroom. So, like, I've run the gamut on living situations. But this one, for three years, really worked out well. And I don't... I think that's the thing. Is like I didn't know how lucky I was, both on price point and on people, because we were individuals, but we still support each other, and we all had. You were on the same page. We like, were, and we were just starting out, yeah. and we also kind of brought up in the same cleanliness way, where which is so important. It's so key, and I didn't recognize because yeah, I had roommates before in my other college back at home, but. For the most part, like, we had a cleaning schedule, and everyone followed it, and we just kind of... Which is also not normal. That's not normal, <laughs> no. and I didn't know, like, yeah. how, what a gem that we all had. We're, we're, there was so much laughter. Yeah. And That's great. Yeah, it really was. Oh, so you had a really good first... I did. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is, like, I, I had lived with... I had lived with someone who had PTSD. I had lived with mm-hmm. someone who was a cutter. And was specializing in child psychology. Like, yeah. you know, so I had lived with people who were too much for mm-hmm. me. So when I had the laughter in my house and cleanliness in mm-hmm. my house, I was golden. 
So, so you live with friends and it worked out fine. It did for yeah. that for that section of time in my life. Yeah, yeah. But then, um, it's because you know, moving in with friends can be too. Yeah, it could be a bad idea. Too. Yeah, because it's as we said, you can't you can't know someone until you live with them. Amen. And so maybe sometimes, even if you're moving in with a best friend and you feel like you're already getting to know them without yeah. even having moved in with them, maybe yeah. you should think about it and yeah. also say that you know we shouldn't move in because it could ruin your friendship. You know. It, it, the sad thing is when you move in with friends, you start graying the line. So even though it's a hard line for you in initially, because they're your friend, because you love them, you're like, oh, that's okay. They didn't clean the dishes this time. You you allow too much, and unknowingly you set a bar that is way lower than you can actually sustain for a long period of time. Yeah. And the resentment happens, and that's the biggest problem. And that's, that's it's really important, kind of like setting the bar, you know, talking about kind of what can... What, what should you be able to expect from a roommate? And what do we expect? And what is things that are too much to ask for? Sure. And you never know because it is totally subjective because everybody is different. So for me, it's I... It's like cleanliness, for yeah. instance. Like, you, I just assume because I grew up in a family where I had to do chores and I wasn't paid for my chores. No. I had to do the bathroom every week among other chores. You know, that's how I grew up. But there are so many people that are not. They're not. And then they haven't done laundry till college. And you just assume because yeah. and, and and that's when you build resentments. So like don't don't you feel like you can expect people to clean the bathroom? Like why yeah. is it that I always do it? Do you think it? gnomes come in and clean the bathroom at night? Oh my god. Like no, but seriously, I have Who gone, do you think does that? <laughs> I have gotten to the point once where I literally put up notes on the kitchen saying, yeah. "Your mom does not live here." <laughs> No, I did. But I, yeah, no, I hear that. And that's the thing is like, then you don't, you also have to be able to be like, I have to like myself in, in the house. So when I get that angry, if I'm pushed to that level, it's already too far gone. Do you know when you get so angry with someone that just them walking into the yeah, room makes you angry? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. The that's happened. in your chest. Oh, yeah. that's happened with me with several roommates and that, you know that it's over. Yeah, you know, when, it's because, past the point of no return. Yeah, because I I'm, <laughs> I can't like you anymore. Yeah, I did not know that cleaning the dishes is a form of respect for me. Mm. So if you don't clean the dishes, that feels like a personal disrespect. And you have to know how you Which is a little dramatic. It is. It's totally <laughs> dramatic. And I didn't know but, that about okay. myself until <laughs> last year. And I'm just like, what the fuck? But, <laughs> but also then you have things like, I've had people move into the apartment that I lived in that thought it was okay to smoke in the room. Yeah. Like, not yeah. weed. I'm talking cigarettes. cigarettes. We stopped smoking cigarettes inside by law <laughs> in the 90s. We did. Like, no, we what did. the fuck? We did, yeah. And the thing is, is like... Who does I open the window. No, listen. It's it like, gets in your hair. It gets in your 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 the, sheets, no, in no, the no. air, like the walls, everything. And then the roommate lit incense to kind of try and to go over it. I'm like, are you so stupid? <laughs> so then you get like cigarette incense. It's like <laughs> you are so stupid. I got so pissed. That was one of the people where you know 
that roommate would come into the room and I'd just be like tense yeah. up and it was like literally And that is Game that's of the Thrones. point of no return. That's why I do the six month agreement where it is spelled out what's appropriate in the communal areas. And even in when it comes to smoking, like your own personal Well, rooms. that's amazing. Like, I, yeah, you got to tell me about this, like, six months agreement. because I put them on six months because I have a unique situation where I'm the only person on the lease. Yeah. So that means that I'm financially and legally responsible for this apartment. Right. Um, but even then, like, I fully recommend friend, foe, whatever. Make sure that you you have, and I do six months because people evolve in six months. So every six months I check in, I'm like, are you still happy here? Um, is this the way that you'd still like to live? And are you planning on moving out? You know, but in addition, like, we always come back to this is how we lay out the rules things that are working for us, things that are not, and then we sign and we follow them for the next six months. You know, that's really smart because, you know, when you have people moving in, if you are on that, you know, only the person on the lease, but even if you are uh, several people on the lease to have a written agreement because then you have something to refer to and so yes. that things doesn't get personal it's an agreement and you don't agreement. have to remember anything exactly. it's already there on paper and and that's something but that's something you learned over time yes. like you didn't do that in the beginning no no and but can you share some of the things that you put in your agreement just because i'm sure. curious curious yeah um i and it's it's once again through like what are your personal pet peeves is usually the first question i ask new roommates who come in and we we say there like um no incense because it, it makes migraines for me. Yeah. You know, pets have to be approved by both the building and the leaseholder. Um, guests have to be, um, here's the thing. So yeah. here's oh, the thing. It's like one. people who stay, people have boyfriends and stuff like that. If you stay longer than two weeks in a row, then you have to pay rent. You know, which is totally. Which I think is pretty decent. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I totally agree, but it's. But if you haven't had an agreement like this, and then someone yeah. just... Because people are sneaky. People are sneaky. And then they just bring, like, the boyfriend over every night, and the Absolutely. boyfriend showers. Yeah. The they boyfriend watches TV. They, 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 they use our water. They use our heat. They use your common airs, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. And... It's like that person should pay her rent, but if you don't have an agreement like that, paper, like all of yeah. those amenities, yeah. And and if you don't have an agreement like that, and then two weeks have gone by, like how do you approach that? But it's so smart to like. But if it's in writing, they've agreed to it. They exactly. signed. So then they have already said they will follow those rules. And in addition, like for overnight guests, what we have because we are not friends from the past, the people I live with right now, we do have a thing where if you have an overnight guest. Um, we just ask that you text that someone's going to be spending the night because the next morning I have had the unpleasant uh, surprise of trying to go to the bathroom and then all of a sudden the door opens and there's a naked man that I've never met before oh my in God. my bathroom. That, that I, is you terrifying. Know, it was terrifying and I didn't know who this person was. And he's naked because he just you know, did the dirty with my roommate. And I, of course, have not prepared because I just went from my room to the bathroom. So, like, I got my boobs hanging out. Oh, whatever. God. So, that's the thing. is like, we don't want any surprises because this is New York City. We're on a first-floor apartment. You know, yeah, it you comes know. from experience. And it actually gives – the. and I know that if people balk from the agreement that I give them, I know that they're not the right person to live here because mm-hmm. the people I'm looking for would appreciate – 
the house that I'm trying to cultivate. Because yeah. some people want a party house or a social house or a quiet house or an escape house. And so I needed to find roommates that felt the same way. Yeah, we do dinner parties sometimes, but we're not the raging party kind of person. Right. You got to know how you want to live and find the right people to live with you. So that kind of like segues into, you know, we talked about cleanliness and everything. Uh, and do you have a cleaning schedule? Like we... <laughs> See, and this is another moment where it's like, I cannot believe, I cannot believe I am mid-30s and I have a chore chart, but I do. Um, we have a weekly chore chart, and he, it's even evolved from there. Like, there's floors, kitchen, and bathroom, which is the communal area, and so... <laughs> that's just, This is amazing, because, like, I've never... I'm oh, learning yeah. so much right now, because... But here's the thing. Even that was not enough, because... The level of cleanliness was just like, all right, listen, you can't take like a dish towel and go beep, beep, and then it's done. So from there, I typed out on an Excel sheet because I'm a stage manager, um, what that, le- because I found out that everyone's definition of clean is different. So, oh my God, so what does cleaning the floors mean? Well, now there is a description, a description oh my God. of what I mean, that I means. I love it, but I, that kind of brings me into my roommates because, um, I mean, I've lived with all kinds of different roommates, but I've definitely lived with some roommates that have not had the same understanding not of everyone cleanliness. Grew, grew up the same way. No, I moved in with my boyfriend and now my husband in this loft in Bushwick. It was full of guys, just guys living their heart. best fuckboy life in Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like a hostel. But uh, I moved in there, tried to make it as home as possible, get all the grime off. It was hard. No one would clean the bathroom but me. No one. No one. And they're totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To them, they, they, see they no don't problem. see that. Like, if, as long as they can make it to the toilet, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and so uh, I had this one roommate, sweetest guy ever. He literally lived in a closet bartended a little bit and worked out but then spent a lot of time on the couch playing playstation and one day he was playing playstation and you know he was one of the guys who just didn't clean he yep. just didn't and he's probably grew up not having to do it no one ever asked him to not instinct yeah and so he was on the couch playing playstation <laughs> and i was in my very kind of conniving <laughs> um Clever. Yeah, clever, conniving mood. And so I went into the conversation asking, hey, uh, are you doing anything today? As if I was maybe going to ask him to do something. Sure. So he looks at me and says, no, not doing anything today, just hanging out. So I go on, (laughs) say, well, you can clean the bathroom then, right? (laughs) But this is the best part, Stacey. He looks at me and he says, uh, yeah, but how? Oh, just bless his heart. I know, and I felt a little bad because I was going to get him, you know, I was going yeah, to get him because I was like, you're lazy, you don't want to clean, you don't want to do it, you don't want to contribute. Exactly, yeah. but literally he wasn't doing it because he didn't know how, no one's ever showed him yeah. how to. So I brought him to the kitchen to get all this cleaning supplies out, and... Showed him, this is for the shower, and you do the floor last. This is, like, how you do it. Yeah. He got to work. Probably 30 minutes later, I hear, Anne, Anne, come here. And he was like, I finished. I finished the bathroom. He 
so proud. He was so proud. And I was like, oh, good and job. I'm proud for yes. you. And, you know, though that was one of those moments that I was like, oh, my God, just like, a lot of people don't even know how to yeah. paint. No, it's a, a mantra that I say to myself all the time is different strokes, different folks. Then I want to ask you, you know, not living with friends, and so you live with strangers. And yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, but... I know. How, okay, so, first of all, it, let's put ourselves in that situation. You have an apartment. There's a room open. Where do you go? <laughs> what are the places that kind of in New York you can... Well, both in New York and as well as in L.A., um, on Facebook there's a thing called... Well, they renamed it. It used to be called Gypsy Housing, um, but now it's called Ghost Light Housing. Oh. So there's a variety of... Areas. Facebook groups. Yeah, Facebook groups. Because exactly. Craigslist is now... No, we don't God. do that anymore. No. So oh, my Craigslist God. My killer. husband used to do that. Like, when he was a single man, he would look Blessing. for roommates on Craigslist. No. But you don't do that. The only time you do Craigslist is either to get free furniture, which even then you need to be careful because they might have bed bugs, or to go on that area of, like, the people who really put up weird, weird dating things. Right. You know, just for... Well, you shouldn't do that either, but it's just... Yeah, Entertainment. Yeah, Yeah, don't actually follow through. Don't show up. So, like, no Craigslist rumors. No, God. Facebook, like, and even, like, the the ghost light housing thing, it is a private thing where you have to be accepted by a friend or by someone who can vet you. So, there is some vetting in there, but yeah, sure, there's some, they're cray crazy. Mm-hmm. but the thing is, is, like, there's random reasons why you leave your situation, and you can also find permanent um, housing as well, so it, it's very dangerous, though, I gotta tell you. Because you put, you put an ad up there, yeah. you put your pictures on, you kind of give a lowdown of what it is about, and then people start messaging you. Yes, and, the th- and tons of messages sometimes. I mean, <laughs> and the thing is, is like you have to be careful because oftentimes people who are putting themselves up there are so desperate. They will tell you their best selves or even like the best lie selves in order to for you to pick them so that they have somewhere not to be homeless. So, I mean, yeah. vetting them is is extremely important. Oh, my God. So, you go through the whole process. You pick out the people you want yeah. to come and see the apartment. But here's the thing, though, because I have... I've done this. I've had, you know, had to rent out a room last minute because I didn't do the agreement like you did. And people yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of I mean, accidents happen. Yeah, and so I've had a stranger come. You do the interview... And you, it, it seems like the perfect fit because it's like the right, right age group. They're, you know, like the same things. They may even know the area a little sure. bit already and lived there before Which is and very whatnot. beneficial. And you're thinking, okay, let's go for it. And then it's just shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's, once again, going back to the agreement, though, is that the, why I put them on six months. Because by six months, I, are, I will know yeah. if they're crazy. Because people are just so, like... They can put up one, and that's going back to, you know. Especially actors. Like, they can put up an all great, like, face forward. Well, and that's what I think. Like, every time also, when you're making an agreement, and you think, well, duh. Like, this is common sense. Whenever you say to yourself, this is common sense, do not assume it is common sense. Like, have it in writing. And you can even say, I've said to people, look, listen, I know when you read this, you're going to go, well, duh. But I'm writing this because... This has happened to me. This has happened. (laughs) People's big does are not, like, you need to write everything down. With the exception, and, you know, I put them on six-month leases, but even then, like, I've had subletters in between times where 
the, the person that I've actually chosen can't move in for 60 days or 30 days. So I have to find someone just to fill in there. I'm like, well, I've actually been lax going, all right, listen, they, I mean, 30 days, how much trouble can they possibly cause in 30 days? Let me tell you. Okay. I'm ready for this. Let me tell you the most recent person. Now I thought, okay, listen, this is a lawyer. This is a person in her 50s. I'm like, that's a little weird that you need. But she was a, a kind of person who traveled the world. She was in between Arizona and Costa Rica, and she was doing a little job in in New York for 30 days. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, whatever. She's, she's a little earthy, but fine, whatever. 30 days. What could be the harm? Let me tell you. Okay. Now I've I've seen roommates in my twenty eight roommates I've I've seen crazy, and I thought I've seen it all. Not until I woke up at five thirty in the morning and stepped barefoot in the hallway in human shit. Do you? In, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> that like, is not. It, it's not. Is no, I know. Odd. Here's the thing: is like. There's got to be huge issues there. Like, I, no, 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 no. You need, okay, so you need to tell the yeah. story. What happened exactly? Okay, here's the thing. Two weeks before that, I'm all in the loo. I'm in the restroom, and I look down on the ground, and I'm like, what is that? It looks like a dried leaf. And I reach down, I'm like, mm, maybe not. And I take a napkin or a, a toilet paper or whatever, and I scoop it up, and it is dry diarrhea. I'm like, okay, how you miss the toilet, I'm not entirely sure. Because but you don't have pets. I don't have pets. No. no one has pets. And the thing is, it's like... The bedroom downstairs doesn't have a door because it's a full-on basement. It's huge, but it doesn't have a door. So it's not like you could hide a dog or a cat because it would make it upstairs. It's impossible. So I'm thinking, okay, well, someone missed, question mark, but fine. Um, I'm going to let it slide. A week and a half after that, 5.30 in the morning, I wake up, getting ready for work. I'm super tired. I'm barefoot. I walk in the hallway towards the bathroom and it's not even in the bathroom i step on a full-on turd it is a full-on human like not diarrhea like as if you could have made it to the bathroom oh it is a not even diarrhea like it is a two turds i got a picture like i made sure and here's the thing god i like i had no i i don't know stepped in it barefoot barefoot oh my god and I didn't know what to do with myself. So I take myself to the bathroom sink and I was going to wash my hands after cleaning up that mess. And it is clogged with vomit and <gasps> dried vomit. And I did not, I didn't, I, did, I mean, my brain quite literally exploded because I, like, no declarative sentence I think happened out of my mouth for a good four or five hours. And then I went to work not knowing how to address this situation. No, because it's... I mean, what do you do? Like, how? How? That is just beyond. No, truly. And this is a woman in her 50s. 50s. Yes. And the other roommate that I lived with has... I've lived with her for three or four months at this point and never had an issue. Only had an issue when this other person lived in. Get me in. And so I sent a text message because I had no idea how to address it. And me being with my business background, I'm like... 
addressing other things. So, ladies, let's make sure we do our chores and da da da. And please be more conscientious about conscientious about shitting on the floor. Like, <laughs> yeah. My other roommate makes fun of me all the time now because she's like, "Who says be more conscientious about shitting on the floor?" But it's true. Um, and the thing is, is like both roommates blamed each other, so I ended up having to clean all of it oh, so myself. She, so she she never owned up to it. Like she said that it must have been the it, other roommate. the other roommate, and she feels really bad for me that I have to address that situation. And I knew it was her. Although I did have a moment though where they were so convincing about blaming each other, I actually sat there and went, "Was it me?" <laughs> did <laughs> I had a moment where I was like. Was I sleepwalking? Did I offend? Did I shit on the floor? <laughs> I did. I had a moment where I blamed myself. I said, nope. We're not going there. <laughs> it was so bad. I don't, yeah. No, I even went as far as that. Then I said, that is not happening. I know my bowels. <laughs> So in the end, like, yeah, she moved out. The thing is, is I also knew because after that text message that I sent to them, I didn't see her for a week and a half. And then by then she she, moved out. Oh, oh. The next time I saw her, she was moving her things out of the building. So I was like, aha, okay. You're embarrassed. Fair enough. Yeah, but like, how? Yes. I don't know. Like, I went through all different things. You found her on one of those. She was a friend of a friend. Oh my god. She was a reference. Oh I know. God. I didn't even find her of a stranger of a stranger. Oh. Like, yeah. So even, I mean, you have to, in some, what you should take away from this is that even with all the vetting in the world, right. even when you, when they're ticking all the box and they sound great and blah, 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 <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> Sometimes on your floor and you step in oh it. Oh my god. I know. Okay, so <laughs> that's a crazy roommate story. Yeah. However, we need to... Okay, so we've been, like, shitting on a lot of people here it's today. True. Literally. I can't get away from the shitting. Because <laughs> that is just beyond. Have you anyone, like, experiences that? I thought I'd seen like, everything. <laughs> but I want to talk about, you know, we all... You and I, we're not perfect. We're not. All oh the things no. that we do that, like... Yeah. That I... Because I... I'm not a perfect roommate. I, no. I, I... Like, I am really bad at at getting really annoyed by little things that sure. I show it. And I can be hard to be around sometimes. And I am messy. And... But so, you know, what are, makes you not the perfect roommate? Oh, I'm awful at remembering to take the garbage out. No. I am. I don't know why it's such a stressful thing when the garbage is right outside the front door. Yeah. Like, I don't know why it's a thing where I just, the whole putting in the new garbage liner, I don't know. It's it's a thing that I'm just bad at. And also, like, my hair sheds. So it's everywhere in the house. Do you house. do you clean out the drain after yourself? I do now. I do now. You didn't used to? No, because it was one of those moments that I didn't think about. It was one of those like other people, like they they just live their lives and they don't realize, oh, I didn't clean the bathroom. Like I just didn't think I finished my shower and I get out. Yeah. So by the time all the water drains, I didn't think to go then clean it out. Yeah. So, so did someone ever tell you like yeah. Stacy, clean the fucking hairs out of that. Well, and that's why I we run the house the way we do now is that 
it's always in kindness of like, hey, so-and-so, would you mind just keeping an eye on this and whatever? Okay, no problem. And so I got one of those text messages back because I set that line of like, you know, I prefer if we didn't do this. Okay, no. And I always use the term we. I never attack and say you or hey, Anne, can you stop da-da-da-da? I always use terms of we. So that I make sure that they know it's not like, I'm awesome, you're not, let's get up to my speed. Like, Mm. it's never like that. Because on the other end, you always, always ask yourself, like, how would I respond if someone... Right. Oh, I would, I go in total shutdown. I go in. I do too. Oh my god! If someone like, I'm yeah, and I'm so bad at saying. Okay, so this is what makes me a bad roommate. I'm really bad at saying I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so bad at that. It's hard for me to admit I'm wrong. It's hard for me to admit that I wasn't good enough or I didn't do things right. Yeah. So I have. I think that's a that's a, an important thing of being a good roommate yeah. is no, being truly. like okay yeah and there are moments like when I got that text message about cleaning the hair out of the drain I was like if there was a moment of like whoa don't you okay calm down right so so, so okay so we talked about roommates we talked about moving in with friends yes I mean it's a it's a great concept yeah. might not work in work, in work in for you and then we talked about. What we can expect from roommates, what we should be able to yes. expect, yes, cleanliness. But right. then sometimes people don't even they know don't follow that either. Like they don't have the concept of it because they weren't brought up that way. We talked about what we can expect and what we need to be better at. To yes, not, like we need to cut some slack sometimes. Cut some slack. It's true. It's true because we are both. We are very uh, driven women yeah. who like things a certain way yeah. and they work for us so yeah. why doesn't it work for everybody else are a person who is really lax maybe not get into a situation where someone is asking you to sign a contract totally. you know if that's not your deal and that's yeah. always the thing too is like i don't force anyone anything right i just say this is what this i is require yeah. and it is negotiable in some things yeah so you let me know how you like to live if you don't say anything about you know how some rules you can't expect people to know yeah. It's not just having whoever seems the nicest move in. You need yes, to actually... Yes, I got that, yeah. No, because you yeah. don't know people. You really don't know people. And it's really it's really true that you need some guidelines. Just and I find the most important conversation is actually not the first vetting. It's the one after six months. Because a lot of people, especially right. younger people, don't actually know what they require. Yeah. Until they live outside of school. They've graduated. They're living mm. as an adult. And they're living with the new people for six months, and then they go, ah. And then we talked about living with strangers, because yep. we both live with... I think I'm probably lived with more straight. No, I think it's 50-50 strangers, friends, friends of friends. Yeah. And it's been kind of 50-50 what it worked has. out yeah. as well. I and agree with that. we talked about where to find strangers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go on Craigslist. Don't go, Don't go on Craigslist. Um, yeah. And crazy stories. Crazy, yeah. I mean, they're gonna happen. They are gonna happen. But that's part of living in New York. That's the thing. It's like the one thing is, it's 
it's never boring to live here. No. So you will ex- you will have a story. Your biography at the end of the day, oh your actor's studio. I like- mean, like, I've had roommates call the cops of another roommate, and we had cops in our living room because one roommate was being kicked out by the, by the person that was on the lease because she wasn't paying the rent, and the, the uh, roommate that was on the lease had already packed all her stuff up in bags, and she, like, called the cops. And you're and a low-drama person. Oh, my like, God. I was high in my room I was like I'm an immigrant I don't want to have anything to do with this yeah, I don't want to have anything to do with the police like there's so many crazy things like and there no matter are how much so... preparation you have oh. like it's gonna find you and for you know? one thing you guys do not fucking hog the Tupperware <laughs> do not let it sit in your room and grow a fucking new ecosystem because it's a deal that breaker. yeah because that to me yeah. that is grounds to break the barrier and come into your room. If you ever live with Anne, know that in your six month agreement, I will not say. ever come into your room. And that's another thing: your room is, is your, your private room because I have no people yeah. that had roommate. They just like. That oh God, didn't no. know that boundary. Yeah. I have no people. They don't know that they can just, yeah. they can't just walk into your personal space. And that's another thing of living with friends is that knowing boundaries as yeah. in privacy is yeah. that my room is my room. I know we hang out in my room. We hang out in your room and we, we live together, but you are not allowed to enter my room when I'm not there. And y- Unless y- you, you have all the, the Tupperware. <laughs> Unless you have all the Tupperware, then you have given up the right. You're no longer sovereign ground. That's it. Yeah. But that's the thing is, like, you think it's common sense to write in the agreement, and it's not. So write it out. Write everything out. At the very end, I think I want to wrap up with that. It's like privacy. It's like, you know, that's a very important thing. It's like... When you have roommates. When you have roommates. In this city, it's hard to have... A time when you're alone. Yeah. I mean, I had a roommate that was into Fling.com, which... What is Fling.com? Fling.com is basically Tinder, but the whole point is to sleep with strangers. And... Did you know this roommate? Was it like a friend? she was my best friend, and then she went off the rails and went on Fling.com. And it was a thing where, like, that's... She would go and disappear in the evening. I'm like, well leave his information on the fridge in case you don't come back like and there was a rule like you can't bring any of your flings over and that's such an important thing I feel especially if you're in a household with only women is that you're not allowed to bring no strangers strange guys home and that's in my agreement yeah it's like that's important like on a serious note that's really important and no, you, I'm not judging you and how you live your life. You no, one night stands. You go ahead, but in the home, like, and we have all experienced too much yeah, too that much. we are not taking that chance. No, and it's in New York where it is blatant with the yeah. attention that we can get. Yeah, yeah no. So if uh, if anyone who listens and have actually that conversation with their roommates, like whether or not you should be allowed to bring you know one night stands home, sure. Let me tell you that we say no. You shouldn't. You, you go should. to the guy's house. Go like, the, seriously. I mean, yeah. If you're that serious about it, yeah. because you have to respect your roommates for that. Because, <laughs> yeah, no, he can be the nicest guy in the world, but you don't know this person. Like, don't bring strangers home. Like, that yeah. in, a, in general. Don't In general. Bring. And, I mean, the, yeah. It's just it's in this social climate and in respect for your other roommates. Yeah. And nobody likes to wake up in the morning 
and walk towards the bathroom and find a naked man there that they didn't even know. Because that happened to you. It did. Yeah. It did. And you do, and also you can end up becoming best friends with your roommate. You can learn. It's true. You can also end up learning so much of your roommate. I, for instance, have learned uh, mm-hmm. one of our roommates that lived with us uh, became a very close friend of mine. He lived with bipolar disease, and I have never, ever known anyone that's close to me with mm-hmm. bipolar disease. Uh, uh, and I learned so much on how to respond and how to be around people and yeah. knowing when he had a good day and knowing when he didn't have a good day and knowing how to help him and, and I think not, that's you the know, beauty of yeah. being a good roommate is not fixing other people it's not imposing on their lives but um I learned so witnessing much from their that. life and knowing how you can support yeah and sometimes support is leaving them alone yeah. like that is the beauty of having a roommate is that in this city where you're feeling alone all the time, mm-hmm. you can have a support system in your home. Yeah, and it can be a person that you found on Facebook. Totally. And it doesn't sometimes, even be someone you grew up with. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes that's even better to have someone sometimes. that's not your best friend because yeah. it's sometimes it's better to have someone who doesn't know you. An unbiased kind yeah, of opinion. Yeah, exactly. You can have a glass of wine with and just share your day and not worry about anything else. Yeah. And also, you don't have to be best friends with your roommates. No, and I find it's better if you aren't. Yeah, like we don't have to hang out all the time. Oh my God, I had this roommate that wanted to be my best friend. She was a stranger <laughs> and she wanted to be my best friend and I came to resent her because I was like, I don't want to be your best friend. Yeah. I just want you to live, live here yeah. and go about your day. Like I don't want to be family. Just I have a family. I have best friends. Like it's okay to not do that too. You don't yeah. have to be best friends. No. Oh my gosh. Ups yeah. and downs with roommates. So many. Lo- love them or hate them, but we all need them. There's nothing wrong with having roommates in New York City. And you're going to have shitty roommates. You are. Really shitty roommates. But then you're going to build a podcast off of them. Yeah, <laughs> and you're going to have really great roommates. Yeah. and it's part of that journey and, and learning about yourself. Oh, my God. And also, so I, I would love it if we kind of like hear some of people's Stories about crazy roommates. Yeah. Because, I mean, your shit stories. I mean, top that, guys. Yeah. I dare you. Yeah, please. (laughs) Like, please, 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 please. If you have a crazy story about a roommate, I want to hear it. Send it in to us. um, Instagram or Facebook page. I'm ready. And I, I, I just want to, like, you can send it on a, on a private message and it can be anonymous. And I think we're going to probably, like, bring it up, like, maybe one or two next episode oh, or something. Oh, for sure. Like, we'll do a reenactment. It'll oh, be great. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> because I'm sure there's so many out there. So many. There's so many apartments. So many three to four bedroom apartments in you New York. You can't live in this store, in this city, and it, for it to be boring. You no. cannot. It's impossible. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Thank you so much, Stacey, Thanks, for guys. being my very <laughs> first guest at this podcast, uh, talking about roommates. I think we resolved a lot of things here. Yeah, Years of struggle. experience of <laughs> roommates. And, um, and um, yeah, next time it's going to be a new issue about how to survive in New York. Hope this has given you a little bit of insight. Thank you.